choose Don't be afraid You were made to Make lots of money Okay, so we're good. Everything good. We had a little, a couple audio problems. Now we're back. Hey, Jews. Okay, so today I want to talk about something pretty specific. Is audio good? Everything good? Hit the like button, share all that fun stuff. Hugepianist.com, paypal.me slash feed the bear, all that stuff. All right, so today I want to talk about what scared the internet because I've been around since the internet started. I'm 38 years old. I watched the whole thing happen. It started with uh, a very, you know, a, a freedom type culture with with, with uh, early websites that would just play anything. And now we're in this bizarro world where you can't really predict why companies do what they do or why media does what they do or why the government's doing what they do. And I, I think I cracked the code a little bit and I'd like to share. I love capitalism and I think free markets and companies and stuff like that are great because you can predict behavior. It's uh, it's very predictive when someone is operating to get more wealth for their business, for themselves, for their stockholders, all that stuff. So starting a few years ago, the internet and companies and all kinds of media platforms started operating not to get more wealth. They actually were sabotaging their own stock value and ability to make money for what appeared to be no reason, social justice, I guess. And I saw that uh, a lot where, where you would see just earners on YouTube or Twitter or um, Facebook and all these places that just kept getting banned. Like I'm permanently banned from Twitter. And today I saw this happen on Twitter. Where is it? One second. So someone says, uh, or Joe Big said, so basically Republican Swala wants a war because that's what would happen if uh, basically if you take our guns. And this guy said, and it would be a short war, my friend. The government has nukes, too many of them, but they're legit. I'm sure we, we could talk and find common ground to protect our families and communities. Okay, that's a sitting Democratic congressperson threatening to nuke uh, it's their own people. And Scott Adams had a horrible take on this today. He compared it to Trump uh, wanting the wall and deporting 15 million people and how it's the same kind of uh, oversell where you say something extreme to get the base on board. Scott Adams, I, I don't, I mean, he's a wacky guy. I, I, I still enjoy his podcast, but he has no connection to truth. He's admitted that. And he said that, uh, you know, wanting to turn your citizens into vapor, into like, uh, you know, burning their shadows on their own walls like they did in Hiroshima and Nagasaki is not the same as building a wall, which any country should have the right to do, or deporting people that are here illegally is not in the same ballpark as uh, genocide. So when this guy wasn't kicked off or that tweet wasn't even banned, I I started really thinking about it. And what I see is this pyramid that happens on the internet. The way pyramids operate is it's the same way uh, rackets like racketeering or any any corporation or uh, military, all kinds of things operate in a pyramid sense. A lot of criminal organizations are pyramids. So you have the soldiers and you have the corporals and the generals and uh, you know. So 
you have people like me that were on Twitter. And so if the powers that be wanted me gone, Twitter would have to comply. And we're now seeing why. Because BitChute and Gab and all these other companies, these alternatives, are trying to compete with Twitter and YouTube and all that stuff. There's another level to the pyramid, and that is payment methods. So PayPal, Visa, MasterCard, all that stuff. And then there's another level, and that's advertisers, Walmart, uh, Target, Starbucks, all these, like all the ad money that comes in for these these operations. And then there's a uh, an even higher level. And that's what I want to talk about today. Because when people aren't operating for money, what caused it? Because there is something above money. And, uh, and what is that? It's, it's who owns money. So something happened on the internet. And I think I figured out the moment that it happened. It was the Podesta email leak. There was this thing called Pizzagate. And Pizzagate has been wildly debunked by everyone. Even Alex Jones has uh, apologized for reporting on Pizzagate saying it wasn't true, right? It's one of the more provable ones. I I have no um, corporate masters or whatever. I'll just tell you straight up. If you look into this stuff, it's insane. Like all the evidence and all the weird stuff around Pizzagate is... Not only does it seem true, it seems remarkably true. It seems like there was an underground human trafficking network set up for children. And there's this guy, James Delafont or whatever, which literally means I love infants in French, J'aime Delafont. And so what I believe happened is the people who control the money, who own the money, Federal Reserve, the banks, all that stuff, it, it, it traces back to one family, uh, the Rothschilds. And it's really tough to figure out how all this stuff works, but we all kind of have the suspicion and enough peripheral evidence that because the Federal Reserve can just make fake money, there's no um, gold standard, there's no standard of anything, you can just literally make money. Uh, so these guys somehow got you know, worried or they were awakened to the fact that there was an alternative media source. And I believe what happened was one of their guys was being revealed in a very shameful way. Now, do I think the Rothschilds are based in pedophilia? No. I think what happens is um, people in a position where they're put in like an extreme position, like um Peripheral people in a society will t- uh, typically have a, a, a stronger life or death type existence and they will do the businesses that others won't. Like if you're a mainstream family, like a blue blood back in the day, you would just be in the, in the your business would be marrying another family with money and you would just have farms and fiefdoms and you would go hunting fox and, and deer and then you would have the Jews and uh, the Jews weren't allowed to own land, so they would get into um, businesses that that others wouldn't do, uh, like uh, lending money, usury. You know, a lot of Christians wouldn't participate in that, and Jews were willing to do that. And um, pornography, drugs, financing war, stuff like that. So the same thing happens in, in Mexico, Central America. You see these cartels 
will get in these extremely profitable, extremely dangerous and frowned upon businesses and it becomes very, very powerful and profitable. So back in the day, you had this one family, the Rothschilds, and their history is very hard to understand, but long story short, they would fund both sides of many, many wars and become extremely rich, like real rich. And they would uh, they would run the the Bank of England. You know, they, their family controls uh, the city of London, this one square mile area of London that the Queen has to ask permission to come in. You know, uh, Washington D.C., the Vatican, and the city of London all are their own nation states. They don't have jurisdiction in um, in the country. So they're the top of the pyramid. And so let's say hypothetically that James Delafont was a Rothschild and he's into some shady stuff. Like he's supplying fetish type uh, sexual proclivities to some of the most powerful people in the world. And this guy owns a pizza shop and he was listed in GQ as one of the most powerful people in Washington. If you look into this dude, it's weird. And so to see Alex Jones apologize for something that's so much more obvious than gay frogs and stuff like that. You're like, what's going on here? So let's start talking about how this works. So so if you have the people that own the money are now awakened to a potential threat, money is no longer the goal for these multinational corporations, for nations, for these huge companies. If money is worthless, what's making money doesn't mean anything. So then everybody shifts their motivation. So they no longer have to follow the normal course of existence, which is trying to acquire money that those who own the money can change that whole course. I hope this is making sense to some of you guys, because it legitimately makes sense to me. Uh, Let me check in and make sure that uh, this is still working. Hang on a second. Is this still working? You guys here? Alex never apologized, only clarified. Okay, how do you clarify? Feel free to uh, explain. No, I no, I know that there's a AJ feared lawsuits. Owen, not enough hard evidence. Okay, I'm not gonna get. You guys know I'm friends with Alex Jones. I'm not trying to do a, a, a takedown here. He looked rattled on this topic. Fact. All good. Anyway, I'm gonna keep going. So, um. So that happens. So smog. So smog. Let's talk about symbolism. This is an image of smog waking up in his gold. Now, I was read a lot of Tolkien uh, growing up and smog, the dragon, the dragon represents the horde, the hoarder, you know, sitting on his gold. And if there's one piece missing, the dragon awakens. And the Rothschild dragon is very, very intense. So what so what awakens the dragon is a threat to uh, their gold. And that would be information, the free flow of information that isn't uh, controlled by, by the top-down pyramid, a new pyramid, if you will. Now, the eye symbolism in The Hobbit, in The Lord of the Rings, written by, it's a masterpiece, by the way. It's a masterpiece of human nature. That's what drew me to World War II, was the same thing that drew Tolkien to the, 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 the wars is the human nature that was revealed from it. So you have Mount Doom and you have the eye, the great eye in the sky watching everyone and it's evil. And when you when you do something that threatens its existence, it looks at you. And just when it looks at you, the orcs, which are now the NPCs, the non-player characters, 
The orcs are now sent your direction. You know, the swarms. And so where's the I in America? The I is literally on our money. It's right in plain sight. Because this stuff has to be in plain sight. That's how it works. So the eye of Horus, the eye in the sky, the great Illuminati eye is on, is on every single one of our uh, currencies. It's, it's telling you who owns the currency. And when you look up the Federal Reserve, it's almost impossible to figure out who owns it. You, you, you can't understand it. It's not the U.S. government. It's as federal as Federal Express. It's just a word. It's a trick. And so you have all of our currency is fiat currency. It's debt-based, force-backed currency with absolutely no value, owned by a private group of people that no one can understand, right? And so when one of theirs gets, gets revealed or is threatened and one of their things is, is shown to be uh, you know, these people are involved in, in the most disgusting elements of, of society. You know, uh, the uh, human trafficking of children, all this stuff. And, and the Clintons are involved and a lot of uh, high-level politicians are involved. And when that is threatened to be revealed, smog is awakened and everything changes. And we watched everything change. When it went from corporations, you know, when someone like me is kicked off Twitter, but yet a guy who works for the government threatening to nuke its own people isn't, you have to think something's going on. All right, what else we got here? This is a quote from uh, Tolkien. It does, not, it does not do to leave a live dragon out of your calculations if you live near him. Dragons may not have much real use for all their wealth, but they know it to an ounce as a rule, especially after long possession. And Smaug was no exception. So the dragon doesn't do anything good. It's just, it's what Eric Weinstein called um, uh, uh, a rent collector, rent seekers. And, and, and the Rothschild type people are the reason that people hate Jews. And I go, uh, I, I go pretty, I extensively trying to explain in a lot of my podcasts that it isn't Jews. It's a specific group. And that whole, like, all Dalmatians are dogs, but not all dogs are Dalmatians logic fallacy is very important to understand. There is a dragon. There is a smog, and it is affecting the way people can live their life. It makes an upside-down world where you can't predict how someone will act or what someone will do because they're no longer motivated by acquiring money. If those who make money and own money now have a different interest. And Smog was asleep for a while, and then Smog was awakened with new media, with people like me and many, many others that can just say, speak their mind and have thousands and thousands of people listen to them. And so that's why now there's this massive, massive censorship thing happening, even in the face of their own stockholders losing wealth. Like, I'm an earner for YouTube. Like, if, if everybody made YouTube, would I make YouTube a month? They would be, it would be like a trillion dollars. It's just insane. You know, I'm an earner for them. So when they ban my uh, live streaming ability from my other channel, um, it really rocked me a little bit because it, it, it made me not understand motivation. Like imagine if you see a wolf in the wild and it no longer is, is motivated by food. That would make you think it was diseased. You know, you'd think that it would have rabies. If you saw... You can predict an eagle, what an eagle will do to a chicken. What if an eagle doesn't go for the chicken and just starts 
trying to eat a tree. You'd be like, what is happening? And I think that's what it is. I think the, the top of the pyramid felt nervous for the first time in a long time and started making shockwaves. I think that's what happened to George Soros. I think when that interview came out where Soros said that he worked for the Nazis and it was the best time of his life, um, he wa- he, it, it, scared, it scared him. He didn't want people to see that. And uh, Scott Adams, again, I, 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 I do like the guy. I do enjoy his podcast, but he said that it, that interview has been debunked if you watch the whole interview. That's not true at all. The only thing that's debunked is that he didn't directly work for the Nazis. But that, that doesn't matter. He said it was one of the best times of his life, and he, was a, he would point to where Jews lived. It's really, really humiliating for George Soros. So when you think about the Rothschilds and the Soroses of the world, these people don't even know we exist most of the time. They, we're not in their purview. Like the Eye of Siren does not normally look at shit like us. When there's a poke, when there's something that embarrasses them, when there's a threat to even an ounce of their gold, they'll look. And you can feel the shockwaves. You can feel the censorship, the disease. You know, when our media just becomes so toxic, when it... it it wasn't always like this. And I've went through different phases thinking like it might be, it might have been an illusion that we all believe Walter Cronkite, or maybe it wasn't. But one thing I'll tell you is it wasn't ripping our culture apart. It wasn't designed to create tribal war and confusion and all this stuff. And right now it is blatantly. Um, and so someone's scared. Someone is threatened. Someone is, is, sending shockwaves down the pyramid. And again, one of the reasons that I use PayPal and I use YouTube and all this stuff is because I realize when you're in this pyramid, which we all have to be in, in some way or another, there's no real way out. There just isn't. When you have the smog, you have to take out smog or it's all the same shit anyway. You know, you get on BitChute and PayPal pulls their funding and then let's say that doesn't work and they're still going. If they still are hurting and affecting the powers that be, they'll pull their ability to be on the internet based on domain laws and stuff like that. They'll use politicians to change laws. The Federal Reserve is above our government. It's above our military. It's above all of it. It's, it literally is the eye that, that's making sure that everyone falls into place. And it's not, and when it feels threatened, things get real, real dicey. So, um, uh, this is a patch I'm making. I, I thought this was pretty funny. Illuminati, my dear Watson, Shylock Holmes, because it's it, it does cause paranoia. And that character I made, uh, Shylock Holmes, is uh, is a comedic version of all this. But it causes paranoia when you can't figure out where things are coming from or why people are doing what they're doing. Because again, if people are not motivated by the acquisition of wealth, what are they motivated by? And that's to please those who make the money. And like when Walmart pulls ads from PewDiePie, you know something is off. And it's because the, the, the smog has, has awakened. All right. I'm going to uh, paypal.me slash feed the bear. If you guys want to send me a note, I'll read it. Are you guys enjoying this? They will kill Owen, prayers, bears. Uh, well, I mean, I don't. Uh, that's a really crazy thing to say. Owen is like Gandalf and we are the tiny hobbits. No, Gandalf was gay. They will kill Owen. I, I, Rebel Monk is freaking me out. No one's killing Owen. Jesus. Come on, guys. Don't be psychotic. 
Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe they'll kill Owen. I don't. I don't really. It's Owen Benjamin is. What do you guys? You guys are getting real weird in here. All right, you guys want to see? Uh, why hasn't he been assassinated yet? What are you guys talking about? This is how I'm just showing you how like economics works and how media works. If they were to execute me or assassinate me, they would have to assassinate a ton of people. That's the problem is the lid is off. You know, the lid is off this jar. And that's the problem. That's why it has to be a top-down censorship thing. Killing me would do nothing. In fact, it would be one of those, if you want to talk archetypal, it would just make it more obvious to people. You know, you strike down Obi-Wan Kenobi to make him more powerful. Do you know my great-grandfather's name was Ben Kenobi? How fucked up is that? I don't know. And this isn't conspiratorial. I mean, and by the way, do you guys know the origins of the words conspiracy, holocaust, and apocalypse are all hilariously the opposite? A conspiracy used to be seen as a positive thing. It was like when people came together. I don't know. Uh, it, the, the word conspiracy is a negative was created after, uh, right after JFK was assassinated. It was to, uh, to limit people's free thought. Where if someone was putting together obvious pieces as to what happened, people would just say, oh, that's a conspiracy theory. As, as if to say you're crazy. When in fact, I mean, the, the, the JFK assassination still makes no sense. And so you have to literally accept nonsense uh, to be seen as normal. And you're called crazy if you just question obvious discrepancies in any narrative. And that happens all the time where they say, oh, conspiracy theory. And then a lot of these conspiracy theories are revealed as true and no one really cares in the mass media because the mass media is owned by the, uh, the eye of Cyrus or the eye of Horus or whatever it's called. And um, like the Gulf of Tonkin was faked and that's what started Vietnam. Like people that used to say that back in the day, like uh, this Cooper, something Cooper, this guy who got killed actually, but he would say that and, and everyone said he was crazy. And then the Freedom of Information Act revealed that it was absolutely true and that the admiral on the ship that was fake attacked was Jim Morrison's dad. Jim Morrison then became famous six months later and uh, started the hippie movement, which degraded the American family. Pretty, pretty amazing, huh? Uh, the Eye of Soy, Ron. Yeah, there's soy in it. Hilarious. Uh, Bill Cooper died on his front porch. I know. It, it's It's crazy. Uh, all right. You guys want to see something funny? That was intense. I know, but it's good to know these things. It's good to understand how things work because when people aren't functioning properly, when there's a sickness where it's like, why won't you just let me make money for you? Like it's a dude talking to a camera with a keyboard. You know, you, you turn on TV and you see advertisements for these movies where you see like 80 people shot with a gun you know, with Childish Gambino, this weirdo, this weird, like, this super weird dude is doing a, a, an execution in his music video that gets like 100 million views and is advertised all over the place. Um, and then there's me just talking to a camera and I get censored. You know, something's going on. And that is um, when, when someone's poking the hive, when someone's trying to... to reveal information about the abuse of children, which is a major part of how this whole pyramid works. Because abused kids, the acceptance of the abuse of children is how you keep your cattle in line. You know, it like, 
like non-abused kids, kids raised with a mother that shows them love and context and a father that shows them hard work and, um, you know, and can protect them, isn't as susceptible to these types of things. When, when someone's raised with two parents, the real privilege in this world is not skin color or money. It's being raised without systemic abuse, without um, someone routinely telling you you're stupid or you're bad or raping you or beating you erratically. Uh, and, and if you're raised with, with parents that show love to each other and, and the mother is feminine and the father's masculine, you grow up not accepting nonsense. And, you know, like, like two years into the Russia collusion investigation without any evidence, someone raised with a family with love just says, this is nonsense. There's no proof to this. And there's like, there is. It's like, but, but don't look behind the curtain. Don't look at the $22 trillion in debt or why everyone is promoting all this not, these nonsense policies that destroy the American family. Don't look at that. But who is Stormy Daniels? I'll, I'll show you something funny that we made on Crowder just to lighten the mood a little bit. I know I'm getting intense. This is uh, Jim Acosta. He will not be stopped. President, will you come on Russia? Mr. President, are you causing the hurricanes? I'm not going anywhere, sir, until you respond about Stormy Daniels, Mr. President. Yeah, we're we're making false heroes. You know, like this Jim Acosta, when when it's like it's a false hero, it's a fake hero. It's like I won't leave, sir, until you answer nonsense. You know, it's just uh because our souls, our spirit knows truth. So the way the silver screen works, the way media works, the so way movies and TV works, is they do a, a, a half step off, a half step off of truth so that it quenches our, our souls enough to not really react to what's happening. You know, in response to people understanding Agenda 21, they show us the Hunger Games. So we're like, oh, it's just a narrative. In response to... You know, Zoolander, I want to do a whole episode just on Zoolander. It basically is showing like MK Ultra uh, mind control tactics for male models and actors right in the movie, but it's a comedy. And it talks about how these celebrities and models and stuff were have been used for like assassinations and all this stuff. And I've always loved that movie. It's it's so like close to reality though. It's so funny. All right, let me check PayPal's. Jim Acosta is such an asshat and a narcissistic fool. Well, he's doing his job extremely well. That's the thing. Is but his job isn't isn't journalism. It's not journalism. Would you guys like to see? Let me show you guys. Uh, um, wait a minute. Let me show you the this the Jim Acosta sketch I did that just got put up. Let's see if it's uh, easy for me to access. Here it is. Check out. They say the pen is mightier than the sword. Just remember, rookie, when everyone's tweeting in one direction, you tweet in that direction. So it's, uh, it's called trending, right? Yeah, pal. It's called trending, all right. Only the mightiest of men can wield 
the pen. And that's when I realized that if there were no guns, there would be no crime. Hey baby, it's me again. Yeah, I know I haven't been around in a while and um, I've just been really busy. You know, I've been hanging out with the Property Brothers a ton and Aziz Ansari. Uh, I just want to let you know I miss you and I, I you know, I, I was thinking about you. A true hero is not made in war or battle, but on the internet with words. Did you get that selfie I sent you? Good, good morning, Joe. Even the greatest warriors have a breaking point. All I ever wanted is to work for CNN. I'm one of the good guys. Can one man listen to a chant? Just please call me back. That he sucks? I think the future of journalism. I don't, I don't, I don't, I've never, I don't know what journalism is. Or is that the breaking point of all men? All we ever wanted is to be a blogger or a journalist, just like our dad. All right, that was a very powerful, powerful film. All right, let me read some of these PayPal's, and then I'm going to go have uh, early Thanksgiving dinner with my wife's family, because then we're going back for my family this week. Things are good on the home front, by the way. I know uh, I've been talking a little bit too much about uh, this type of intense stuff lately, but I don't know if you're anything like me, but you felt something kind of shift in the air, and, uh, you know, it's worth talking about as long as we still can. But uh, just the concept of Smaug, you know, that's the beauty of these really, really well-written books, like all of Tolkien's books, is it's always true. Like that Jim Acosta thing we made before this whole Jim Acosta thing happened. We just played it. We put it on Crowder. It was just sitting there for like almost two months. We shot that a while ago. And then when, when it happened again, we just were like, oh, let's put that up. Like what's true will always be true. It's just, it just is true. And somebody poked a seriously big dragon. And, uh, you know, I'm curious to see how this all plays out. All right, this is from Tom. Thank you. Keep it up. 47 years old, single dad of mixed race kids over here feeling strong some days and a bit woeful others. God bless. Keep rocking, Tom. Stay strong, buddy. Uh, this is from Nick. God bless you, brother. Just watch your YouTube video titled, Why Did Hollywood Let Me In? I don't have much to give, but I relate to your experience. I am a Christian conservative, and I work at Starbucks. I've been there three years now because they're paying for my college. Uh, I only have one year left. Thank God. Keep fighting the good fight. Also, I live near Pittsburgh. I used to be an atheist liberal. That lifestyle led me to a terrible life where I became an alcoholic, pain pill, heroin addict. I lost everything and was on my deathbed when I reached out to Jesus. He saved my life, turned me around, gave me hope, and started to slowly open my eyes to conservatism and the weirdness in Hollywood and our world governments. I used to worry a lot, but I know God will not let anything bad happen to me or my family. He will only allow things bad enough to occur that will refine us and make us better, stronger. Stay with the Lord and you will never have to worry about them hurting you or your family. I make YouTube vids every now and then. I get a little more serious, biblical, and conspiratorial than your stuff, but you might appreciate it. Feel free to tune in sometime. Thanks again for fighting the good fight. Um, I wish you had you listed your channel here so I could plug it, bud. But uh, you sound awesome. I'm you sound that that I'm sure that just gave a lot of people uh, hope that you can fight against this stuff. 
It's true. And it's like tragedy will always happen to all of us, but it's like there's different types and living the wrong kind of life, accepting darkness, you'll experience tragedy that I, I, it's, it's uh, sometimes it's almost unsurvivable. Uh, all right. Owen, long time viewer, first time donator. I'm a 21 year old college student with a history major and a German minor. I was thinking about your episode on how Morrison and Zappa both had uh, high-ranking military dads and how disturbing that is. I thought it was funny because I've dreamed of being a film director since I was six. Can't wait for the Kubrick episode. Oh, buddy, it's going to be a wild ride. Uh, And my father is also a retired two-star general in the Air Force. Well, I absolutely agree that there's something up with the 60s hippie movement. I wanted to let you know that a lot of military brats are naturally attracted to the arts. That's very, that's very valid, by the way. That's why I didn't say it was fact. I just said it was weird. I believe both forces are at work here. After coming back to Catholicism, which I'm convinced has been infiltrated by Satan and now fully intend to purge him from the church, you're the man. See, that's, that's the coolest part. Like Catholics that get it and want to fix it, I'm all about. I'm just, the, the, the Catholics that say there's nothing wrong are very, very, I'm very suspicious. All right. I realize that Hollywood, too, is the work of Satan. I have um, all but lost interest in my dreams of becoming Orson Welles. Uh, But I am still heavily pursuing music, trying to write and record original songs. I was wondering if you had been listening to Andrew Cleveland's Another Kingdom. No, I listen to his podcast every day. I haven't heard heard Another Kingdom yet, though. Because, you know, Knowles' voice may just make me blow my own brains out, but we'll figure it out. It's ridiculously entertaining while also a little too real in the second season. Many of the events in the book actually appear to artistically match all of the terrifying stories you've told in your videos on Hollywood. Obviously, I don't want to overwhelm you with conspiracies about dark shit, but I also highly recommend you check out the band Rage Against the Machine. They're four of the most talented musicians and performers I've ever seen and have one of the most unique sounds of any band. Uh, And their first album is pretty rock solid. I could go on for thousands of pages why they suck, but I'll sum it up like this. Rage Against the Machine is the machine. Controlled opposition is finest. Dude, I was saying that when they were still famous. Like, right when it came out, I did a, on stage, I was like, rolling down Rodeo with the, uh, what was it? It was rolling down Rodeo with the shotgun. It was, uh, I can't remember the parody we did, but it was all about how they were the machine. I, I saw that immediately. A lot of my friends did. I'm not saying that in like a narcissistic way, like, I saw it before everyone else. Uh, like when you, when you realize, when you see these people in their limousines, limousine liberals, it's so obvious that they are the machine. The, the, the fact that anyone takes them seriously politically is genuinely terrifying, especially when you see who the band worships. Anyway, can I be verified as Baloo the Bear? Welcome, Baloo the Bear. I used the same email during the live streams. Thank you for everything. I hope to have a family as happy as yours one day. Well, God bless you, my friend. Um, this is from Andrew. Thank you, Andrew. This is very nice of you. My wife rarely watches your live streams with me, but the other day came up behind me and watched for a bit. I made a comment that you should do a Shylock with the sidekick bear. Hello, sidekick bear. People think I'm saying psychic bear. It's sidekick bear. He may be, he thinks he's psychic, but if he was so psychic, why is his head on a stool? He should have seen that coming, huh? (laughs) Well, I think it's funny. My wife asked... How could that be funny? (laughs) That's hysterical. He just said the same thing. All right, just then you read the comment and went, um, 
Right then, I felt a gentle pat on the back, and my wife said, let's leave the comedy to Owen, dear. So here's the honey I was saving for my comedy career. Your impact on the world can't be measured in likes and shares. God bless, Andrew. You're the man, buddy. Uh, This is from Amos. Big Bear, love the stream. Much love to you and the family. Can I be verified as Artillery Bear? Welcome, Artillery Bear. Thanks, and keep up the good fight. I appreciate you, brother. Hey, Big Bear, I'm happy to share that we have started receiving submissions to musicbythebears at gmail.com, and they are awesome. It's possible. Can you shout out the music channel, Music by the Bears? We have a playlist of nine artist bands within the Unbearables family, and hopefully we can get some more. God bless. Oh, that's awesome, dude. Pumped to hear it. All right. Uh, music by the Bears, everybody. Yeah, go. If you're a musician and you're a bear, go submit and meet each other and, and write stuff and do stuff. All right, a couple more I got to read because, uh, you, all right. Hey, BB, love your streams. This is from Robert. You're an awesome role model. I grew up going to Catholic school in the San Francisco Bay Area and my BBA in finance at UT Austin, never going back to leftist state. Can I be verified? This nationalist bear. Welcome, nationalist bear. Uh, love Robert. You're the man. Israel. Serious note, third world populations wherein lower IQ individuals outnumber average high IQ individuals and being flooded into Western countries. They will grow in number and outvote the local populations to create ever-expanding government, which will cause a decline in standard of living and eventual bankrupting of the host country. When bankruptcy occurs, the standard of living will plummet and tribalism and in-group preference and resentment will explode, as it always does, when resources suddenly become scarce, violence and crime coming from low-income populations will fuel fear and fear simu- stimulates racism. Once the state has gained massive amounts of power and once race, uh, racial resentment have grown, it is entirely possible that they will release race-specific bioweapons, a.k.a. gene weapons, a.k.a. ethnic weapons. Dude, you're, this is way too intense for a Saturday. Race-specific bioweapons sound like some silly made-up thing, but everyone can look it up. It's actually old science. There's a lot more to all of this, but this is something I think everyone should be at least take a moment to consider. Most of we Americans are mixed race anyway. Yeah, I was just about to say, that'd be some pretty confusing weaponry. How do you figure that out? Is it like dick size? It's like, I am here to kill the blacks. This would be like, every dick over eight inches must be annihilated. I don't know. That sounds... Listen, I, I, I can go down rabbit holes with the best of them, but that seems... I mean, let's say that is true. I mean, what, how exactly do you change your lifestyle to deal with that? Like, what I was trying to do with this stream, because I know it sounds one of those, like, super intense ones, uh, it helps people, though. Like, what I'm saying isn't to create unnecessary stress, cortisol relief, release, which can create health problems from, like, things you can't control... The reason I do this is because I think it actually helps stress when you kind of understand why people are acting erratically, it helps lower stress. Isn't that, that's kind of weird, but it's true. Like I once went down a rabbit hole about these, uh, these, uh, uh, drones, these little drones that can like blow your brains out or something that did nothing good for me. And so I just kind of put it out of my mind because you can't stop that and there's no way to prepare for it and it doesn't help anybody so that's why i'm not going to sit here and talk about some weird technology i saw in a youtube video that just scares the shit out of me for no reason but when you talk about the pyramid of power that we're under right now it helps you survive it helps you see why these things happen it helps you understand that like 
when everyone has a master, a lot of times people don't even understand why they're doing it. They just know that if they don't censor or limit, the next level will do that to them. Like BitChute got PayPal and Visa pulled BitChute. And then um, same, same thing with Gab because that's the next level up. You have social media and then you have payment methods. Then you have major corporations, governments, and then the very top, you have the people that make the money itself. And that's why it has the eye on it. And a lot of times those people don't care at all what's happening. They don't give a shit as long as they're just, they maintain power. But as soon as one of their own may get revealed as one of these weird perverts, or a lot of their, a lot of them are motivated by very, very simple human motivations, just fear of embarrassment, uh, greed, maintenance, maintenance of power, all that stuff. All right. Hey, Owen, can I be verified as Moonbear? Thank you and bless you and your family. You've been a great inspiration to me. Welcome, Moonbear. And on that happy note, I think I'm going to uh, wind things down here because I have to go spend some good quality time with my family. Uh, how are you guys doing? You guys good? Owen, do a show in Tacoma. Owen, you and Nim are both right for Crowder. So no, I don't think he's scripted. What do you guys, you guys think I'm scripted? Fuck. Sometimes I go in the chat and, and there, I, I like stumble in on a very bizarre conversation. <laughs> uh, only way to win is forgiveness. Yeah, gratitude more than forgiveness. Um, forgiveness, unearned forgiveness is not a virtue. Like if someone screws you over or does something horrible and you just forgive them without them making amends, that doesn't, that's not good. That's almost cuckery. That's cuckery in a weird way, you know? Uh, earn forgiveness is good, but gratitude for your life goes above all of that. If you're grateful for what you have, you don't have to just forgive bad people. People that haven't earned your forgiveness don't give forgiveness to. It, that, that's, a, that's not a virtue. I, I think that that's total horseshit. Um, we don't want anything from anyone. Forgive all or no one. God says so. Uh where, where where does God say that exactly? Forgive all. I don't know. I, that that that's uh that's something we we seriously have to figure out because let's say someone rapes and kills your kid. Why why would you forgive that person? Turn the other cheek does not mean that. Hate the hate the sin, not the sinner. Yeah, I don't know. I think that that's. I don't I don't agree I don't agree with that. I don't think that the. A lot of bad news. God still says the good. Uh, have you ever seen footage of the caravan already into the U.S.? Forgive, but don't forget. Forgive or you love no one. Uh, okay, so what does that mean? Okay, so let's let's talk about this for a second, and then we got to go. All right, forgive, but justice. Okay, because if there's forgiveness, how can you have, how can you execute a pedophile? Like, let's say... Um, someone rapes your kid and kills your kid. Let's say they do that to 50 kids and they're arrested. If you forgive them, then how can you execute them? If they're forgiven, then how can you take their life from them? That doesn't make any sense to me. Like forgiveness means that they are forgiven. And that, what does that mean? They're, they're welcomed in your home again. Like what level of forgiveness does that mean? You trust them. You would walk next to them while they have a loaded gun. What does forgiveness mean? The Bible says, forgive to the extent you are willing to be forgiven. Uh, 
forgiveness. How about forgive? Some, someone says, no, you got it wrong. Well, I guess you have to forgive me no matter what I say, though. You know what I'm saying? What does forgiveness mean? Forgiveness, does that just mean that you're, you're just a, you're spineless? That if someone does something to you, you just let them do it again and again and again? I don't understand how that can possibly, how that can possibly work. You forgive so you're not carrying the hate. Okay, what about, what about self-preservation? Is that the hate? Where, where, where'd you learn that? BuzzFeed's Guide to Christianity? No, if, if, if there's a wolf in your, in your yard and that wolf has already eaten one of your babies, what, but, but it's forgiven, so what? Do you give it another chance or do you blow its fucking brains out? Forgive trespass is not the same as forgiving murder. A, a murder is a trespass. Trespass against us. What does that mean? Owen threw us into the deep submarine. Self-preservation still involves not trust. I think that that's horseshit. And I'm just straight up telling you guys that you don't people you don't just forgive everyone to not carry hate. That that makes you a walking that that makes you a doormat. Being grateful, being grateful is is very very important. That's how you get rid of your hate. To be grateful for what you have, grateful for what you've been given, grateful for what But if someone hurts you and wrongs you and they have no interest in making amends and they haven't changed, why would you forgive them? Why would you say it's okay? It's not okay. To say things are okay that are not okay, it, it, it incentivizes it evil. Because people are watching you. Little kids are watching your behavior. If someone steals from you, rapes you, murders someone you love, and you say it's okay, I forgive you, those kids are watching you and saying, oh, so that's okay behavior. No, of course not. That's, that's, not, that's nonsense. Do you forgive uh, Podesta for all this stuff for for eating his uh, for eating his, his 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 pizza because you have been forgiven that, that that no that that's that that's when Christianity gets turned against itself that's why so many of these churches are training people to just kneel no I I'm, that's not me at all Owen watch total forgiveness by KT Kendall let's explain totally you don't need religion to understand morality. To be forgiven, one must repent. Exactly. To be forgiven, one must repent. And I'm not saying that we're God. It's not like you forgive your... Listen, this isn't that, that narcissistic point of view for, where it's like, I don't forgive you. But if someone wrongs you and they don't repent, they don't see it as bad, they don't, want, they don't ask forgiveness, they don't apologize, they don't make it right, you forgiving them is an act of contrition. That means that fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. That's... You can't self-preserve. And all the kids that watch you will think that that's okay behavior, and that is not okay. God is the judge. Right. What does that have to do with anything? That's, that, what does that have to do with anything, man? That, that, that's, that's the cockery of religion sometimes, where it's like, oh, let, let God judges, judge it all. Yeah, we'll tell that to, to a grieving mother whose child is raped and murdered. Is it, is it, and then the guy doesn't get, what, you just forgive that guy? Are you out of your fucking minds? That's cr- that's crazy talk. There there is an Amish family. I remember um, there's a story where this this guy like raped and killed one of the young Amish children, and the Amish let the the killer like help him put up a barn or some shit. After like it was just immediately like, and I thought about it a lot. Like, is that the ultimate act of godliness to just not? To just say it doesn't matter, 
or not. And I think not. I think that that's crazy. If that was my fucking parents and someone raped and killed me and I watched them help help them put up a barn, I'd be like, oh, my parents are assholes. They, they never cared about me. Yeah. Listen to Jesse Lee Peterson. If you resent anyone, you love no one. I've, I've, I've been on Jesse's show. He said that if, if all men were like Owen Benjamin, we'd have a good, we'd have a good world. <laughs> I think that's a bit of a exaggeration. I think that he uh, kind of missed the mark a little on that. I think that if everyone was like me, uh, no one would build bridges and shit. Cause they'd all be live streaming with a, with a dead bear. So that's not good. But no, I disagree with that. I think that if, if people wrong you, there, there's different types though. There's like a deep cancer causing type resentment that you hold on to that only hurts you, you know, especially if someone's dead, you know, if, if you hold on to hate when it doesn't help you, that's of course, that's bad for your soul. But if someone hurts you and you just keep letting them into your life because of a false virtue of forgiveness, you're, you're just, you're a slave. You're a slave to the, to the, to the evil person's will. I've seen that a million times in relationships. So if a woman's married to a guy who just beats the absolute shit out of her all the time and she just forgives and forgives until she's dead, is that, is that what God wants? Is a woman to not protect herself and, and then just get beaten to death? That's madness. All right, I'm out of here. Hit the like button, share, comment, hugepianist.com to come uh, see a live show on the road. It's not this intense. I don't talk about uh, uh, the biblical forgiveness of... Uh, of monsters. I, I do jokes and funny songs. It's a real good time. It's good for date night. <laughs> but uh, thinking about these things is how you kind of write humor. You got to, you got to kind of go down the reality, the reality uh, hole and uh, patreon.com slash WDTL. Uh, why didn't they laugh is the podcast name on Apple and all that stuff. And uh, yeah, these are just things to think about. These are things to think about. That's kind of what I do. <laughs> I don't have all the answers, but I have a lot of questions and I have some theories. And as I've always said, I might be wrong, but I'm not lying, which is all that we can really ask of ourselves because uh, we don't really know when we're right. We, I, I know truth exists and I'm trying to get to it. I'm trying to burn away the dead wood, but I don't know if I, I don't know. I got to go eat a bunch of turkey and fall asleep. Much love. Have a great Thanksgiving. Um, Sidekick Bear here says, uh, if you're going to eat the berries, keep an eye out for the hunters. That's why he's on a stool. He's a good dude, though. And, uh, you know, be good to your kids. Drink a lot of water. And, uh, I don't know, only forgive those who deserve it. Everybody else can go fuck themselves. How's that sound?